Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. On today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily, we go to Atlanta, Georgia, where despite having the all clear from the governor to reopen, some businesses are staying closed, echoing concerns from health experts that opening too early could have serious consequences. It's Friday, May 15th, and I'm Alex Olgan with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. Georgia was one of the first states to ease lockdowns and allow some businesses to open. Republican Governor Brian Kemp allowed gyms, bowling alleys, hair salons, and massage therapists to reopen on Friday, April 24th. He faced criticism from both President Donald Trump and Atlanta's Democratic Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms. She told NPR that she was concerned about the densely populated urban center of the state reopening at the same scale as the more rural areas. Atlanta is where GIST contributor Maya Croft joins us from today. Hi, Maya. Hey, Alex. So it's been three weeks since the state allowed certain businesses to reopen. Can you tell me what it's been like in Atlanta? Have you seen more people out and about? I mean, in some ways I can't tell because I feel like I haven't really left my block in a couple of months. But the few times I have ventured out to the grocery store or to pick something up, it still seems pretty quiet out there. But in the last couple of weeks, there seems like there's a little bit more traffic. The other day I was walking down one of the main arteries in the city and um, I saw a restaurant open for the first time and somebody like eating a sandwich on the patio. So uh, that was a little bit of a, a shock to the eyes. I hadn't seen that in a while. According to reporting by the Center for Public Integrity, federal agencies are concerned about hospital capacity in Georgia. Of course, this varies across the state, but in the Atlanta metro area, where the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is, nearly two in every three critical care beds were occupied as of last Monday. What are local hospitals and doctors doing? Two of the biggest health systems in Atlanta are Emory and Grady, and they are still restricting visitors and elective procedures are still mostly on hold for now. Uh, My primary care doctor belongs to a large multi-specialty practice, and they've been sending out messages throughout you know, the last couple of months announcing details about telemedicine appointments and things like that. Uh, Last week, I got a message that they would begin seeing patients in the office again starting this week uh, with new safety precautions, including sanitized rooms, masks, uh, temperature checks, and mobile check-ins. So they're asking patients to arrive 15 minutes early and wait in their cars until it's time for their appointment. 
And since the governor lifted restrictions and allowed certain businesses like hair salons, which were cleared to reopen with some limits and safety precautions like requiring employees to wear masks and stay six feet away from each other, you talked to your hairstylist about whether or not she was planning to reopen. What did she say? Yeah, I I caught up with the woman who cuts my hair. Her name's Robin Kreischer. I spoke with her last week at home where she was helping her eight-year-old son, Max, with his homework. All right, read the next part. Being a good school citizen is important. So I am a single mother of two, and I also have a roommate who went through some hardship last year. She moved in with us, and she has a three-year-old. So the two of us support the three kids. Robin's daughter has asthma, which is considered high risk for COVID-19. So she's been even more vigilant than some people about self-isolation. She closed her salon before the state said she had to. And she took her daughter out of school before the government ordered the schools closed. They said in the school system that there weren't any confirmed cases, but there also wasn't any testing being done. So that just that didn't give me any kind of comfort. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp gave salons the go-ahead to reopen on April 24th, but she and her co-owner decided to stay closed an extra three weeks. So how did Robin feel about being cleared to open so soon? You know, I sort of expected her to be excited. Robin's been cutting my hair for years, and she's always talked about how she dreamed of opening her own place. That finally happened uh, late last year because she and a partner opened a salon called Mood in Atlanta, and she'd been waiting months and months for this new building to finish being built so they could move in and open up. And it finally happened last fall, and then right when things were ramping up, coronavirus hit. By now, they've been closed for two months with hardly any income coming in at all. But when she heard Kemp was letting salons reopen so soon, she wasn't actually excited at all. We were both really shocked when we were allowed to go back to work just because the numbers haven't decreased enough for us to really feel comfortable. We are in people's faces for hours. And also the supplies, like we're not even able to order gloves right now. Everything is sold out. We're now having to find you know, other ways to get the things that we need. And, and we want to make sure that we're, we're supplied with the things that we need to protect us and our clients. Robin plans to institute a bunch of new procedures that she hopes will keep her and her clients safe. Uh, she and her co-owner are going to alternate schedules. They won't allow clients to bring in any guests or kids to their appointments. And they'll ask them to wait in the car instead of in the waiting room. So Robin can text them when it's time to come up for their appointment. Uh, They're going to do temperature checks. Everyone will be required to wear a mask and gloves. And they're even going to stop doing blowouts to limit the amount of airflow around the room. But she's still not sure how or if it's all going to work. Seeing other businesses open and give this idea that it's like so safe, it's hard because it really feels like I'm making this decision to financially impact my family because I'm being paranoid. But then I'm like, oh, this is real and this is actually happening. And It's just such a weird thing to be like, I'm going to choose to not make my income right now. It's just like money over human life or human safety and health. But we've had a lot of support and a lot of people that seem to agree with us that it is a little bit too early. She says it hasn't been easy to balance safety concerns with financial ones. It kind of seems like Robin is walking this line between social pressure and government guidance. COVID case numbers in Georgia have decreased a little bit, according to data from Johns Hopkins. But public health experts warn it's still early in reopening to know the true impacts. 
What did you hear from other business owners about decisions to reopen? Were they waiting for government guidance or trying to gauge how comfortable customers or people in their community are? Yeah, a, a lot of people have noticed that the advice coming out of the state house seems to be at odds with what some of their customers might be ready for. Righteous room? No, I'm sorry, we are not open yet. This is Kelly Hart. She owns a little dive bar near my house called The Righteous Room. The bar has been closed since March 17th, and that was a few days before the state made the order. Since then, her nine longtime employees have been collecting unemployment. Part of the reason she decided to close when she did was because of attitudes she noticed on social media. Whew, um, closing the bar was not an easy decision. We, especially myself, I was noticing how some people were putting out there on Facebook, if you're a bar or restaurant, you're still open, we're not going to patronize you, when this is all over with, y'all should be closed. And that's kind of how we ended up closing. Like a lot of people, Kelly is trying to understand the logic behind the governor's reopening guidelines. Well, it's funny because the state mandated that like massage parlors could reopen and tattoo artists could reopen. So I can go get a massage, but I can't go to a bar and have a drink. So it's kind of, to me, ridiculous. You know, I feel like the mayor has been really vocal about how she feels and how she believes that Atlanta should reopen. And it's very different from what Kemp says. We are kind of following her lead for now, which is another reason why we are remaining closed. It's just kind of a crapshoot at this point, I think because everyone is so mixed up. There's so much different information out there in terms of what's going to be safe and what's not gonna be safe. I think we're just gonna to have to go by our own gut. Camp hinted that bars and nightclubs would be allowed to open as early as this week, but he walked that back Tuesday and said they'll stay closed through the end of the month. Kelly wasn't planning to reopen until early June anyway, but if bars are subject to the same restrictions as restaurants, she says they may not open at all. We want to make sure our customers are safe. We want to make sure that our staff is safe because we know that if one of our staff members gets it, it will run through this place like no one's business. It will just catch on like fire because we're all touching the same things, we're touching the same bottles. And so we are gonna have to go to great lengths and measures to ensure that everyone is safe. Kelly says when they finally do reopen, they'll take safety precautions. They'll require employees to wear masks and wipe down all the surfaces with bleach and put a sign on the door limiting the number of patrons allowed inside. In the meantime, she's been using the time to make improvements to the bar. She's been refinishing the tables and wiping dust off the furniture and keeping an eye on the news. She really wants to avoid opening during a spike in cases, and she worries about what might happen if the virus comes back even stronger in the fall. That is scary to me. We can't go through this two times in one year. Wow, that sounds like such a tough decision. I, I don't envy the position that she's in. Thanks for bringing us these interviews, Maya. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Alex. That was Maya Croth. She's a GIST healthcare contributor based in Atlanta, Georgia. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on GISTHealthcare.com. 
Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.